Mahomes looking to flip, takes it in for the touchdown. Garoppolo keeps play action, passes, caught. Use check, touchdown. Makes a cut. And will roll into the end zone for the touchdown. No flags. But how many players have come and gone? Great players, great coaches for the Chiefs that have not been able to taste this moment. This is picked. Kendall Fuller up to get it. And that will end this game with under a minute to go. Ladies and gentlemen, kissing cousins and sons and daughters. It ain't a party till knuckles blessed with holy water. Tis is the season for pig skins and solo cups. Wanna tailgate with me, baby? Well, what you waiting for? All right, lads, welcome back to the Pigcast. It is fantastic to be back. My name, as you know, is Brad Mondadontez, and I'm with another pig on the end of the line. What's your name over there? This is Andrew Omit Homer. <laughs> How is it going, big man? Obviously, uh, I'm a dog dad now. So, uh, yeah, very tired, mate. Sleepless nights. But, yeah, mate, I'm, more, I'm buzzing for the most important time of the year. Well, you mentioned the man. How is he setting in? Are you doing all right? He's doing all right, mate. As we speak, I've had a, uh, a turbulent 15 to 20 minutes with him <laughs> where I, I very much wanted to punt. Punt him out of the, <laughs> Off out the of bridge. The window. Yeah, but no, mate, he's all right. When he's not being a rowdy little knobhead, he's he's good as good as gold. He he is great when he sleeps. He will soon uh, have a few scouting missions for the bonus. Well, he did appear for his first official engagement the other day when we had the draft. He appeared on camera. He was present uh, for his first official uh, engagement with his bow tie on. Delicious. So, uh, yeah, mate, but it's all good. It's all good. Just easing Just him fired. in. Just easing him in. Easing him in, boy. Right then, well, without further ado, then let's get on with it. Let's get on to the the meat of the show, as we as they say. So, we better we better congratulate the champ. Officially on record. Yeah, we, we better do it. He might get a bit upset if we don't. So, yeah. huge congratulations to the Stormers. Correct. And hopefully they've been enjoying their, their ring. This this off season, well, have um, they had the ring yet? Uh, well, we got the I don't uh, know if officially it, been sent the ring. I think they had. Ashley is on it. That's all right. Spiritually, though, he has the ring. Yeah, he's been, hopefully he's been having a great off season, enjoying lots of media coverage and all that sort of thing that comes with it. Yeah. Well, those that have won a ring would know it's it's a busy off season when you've won <laughs> won a ring. It was so long ago, it didn't happen. Nah, well. <laughs> It's on the record. <laughs> and it wouldn't be the pig cast if I didn't just well, exactly, subtly mate. mention that I am a previous PFL winner. <laughs> never change, I mean, never change. Never, I will never change, <laughs> never. Right, well, we, we, we move swiftly on. We've got a jam-packed show today. Um, so it's been a strange old year, this one. You know, 2020, been a year of change. Mm. Lots of things, lots of moving parts, and the PFL isn't any different. And we've had a, with a change up with the GMs. So we have. Do you want to 
show us well tell well, us all about it well, well although he probably won't listen to it we must also <laughs> put on records our official thanks to obviously Shizzy for being a part of Definitely. the league uh, put up a great fight for the four or five seasons that he was in it um, he has sadly moved on to do other things non-PFL related <laughs> <laughs> but as one door closes another one opens and we opened that door to another member of the Tucker family young Oliver yes all the we way from him. Michigan yes I believe with his <laughs> make America great again hat <laughs> can't wait to see him in his second amendment top yeah so we officially <laughs> welcome is it the Michigan Motor City Mormons or the Michigan Mormons or just the Mormons I don't know the official name yet I don't, but I know there were people sort of Upset with the amount of amount of words in his name. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say Michigan Mormons fees. So how how do you how do we feel about that? Do you, are you happy about it? What's the Well, I mean, as part of PFL proceedings over the previous years, Ollie has been a been a guest on yeah. many of the engagements and some of our travels and has been an excellent guest, has added great sort of value to the trips and has been an excellent chauffeur. For those trips, oh, brilliant! And it was only right that if an opportunity came came up, that he would be encouraged to apply. Obviously, he had yeah. to apply the same way as everyone else would have to apply. He put a sort of dossier app, app, application form to us, um, which we accept, accepted and we enjoyed uh, reading. And uh, yeah, he was formally welcomed into to the league a few months back. Yeah, well, talking about those uh, those trips and the travels that we had with him, um, most of the time he was trying to give us some banter about how he'd win the PFL. Yeah, um, which is hilarious, obviously. It's cute, isn't it? Yeah, it's funny. Um, so, on that note, have you got any sort of predictions or how, how do you think his style uh, might be? Uh... Well, I, I, I mean, his role, his day-to-day activities and role is spent in front of a computer. I mean, he is like, isn't he like a Microsoft... Excel wizard, or he's yeah. got like wizard qualifications or something <laughs> like that. So the local Excel wizard, <laughs> yeah, he is the local Ohio-based Excel wizard or wherever it is that he's based. So yeah, so he will spend a lot of time looking at the numbers, looking at the data is what he'll be doing. Um, and so he'll 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 be very stats-driven, um, much like probably though similar to us brothers we like to dig we like to dig uh dig deep and uh dive deep yeah we a bit deeper. Uh, I, th- I know his brother was a bit worried about him getting a bit you know when the trades come in mm. maybe someone taking advantage of him but yes if he has an argument for a player and he wants that player based on numbers rather than name value who are we to say that's not a, not a good trade that's it and, and, and at the end of the day if both parties are happy, whether the other 10 GMs think it's a lopsided trade, if one person genuinely feels that their team is improving, as does the other, then let them do the dance, mate. Let them, let, you know, they have made their, made their bed. Let them lie. Let them lie. But, yeah, I, I mean, in terms of predictions, I mean, we'll have to see, mate. I'm not going to be too bold to say he's going to go straight into the playoffs in year one. I, may I be so bold to say Ollie will be... The higher ranked Tucker coming into the season. Ooh. I don't know. Am I that bold? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe the next show I may be so bold. 
Well, we, we may get, well, if the time's good, we may get on to some predictions at the end. So I'll yeah. leave my little thoughts for, for Oliver yeah. and the upcoming season till later in the show. But, but, but welcome, welcome in. Yes, welcome, Oliver. Welcome. You, you've wanted a spot at the table. You've got it. He's got so a spot. Hopefully you can keep up with these GMs. There's a, some very, very active GMs when the, when the season kicks off. Yeah. So you need to keep up. Otherwise, you will be punished. Yes. Yeah, so the change didn't stop there. Obviously, we've, uh, we've, we've moved on uh, with Ollie coming in, and we wish Shearsy all the best with what he gets up to in the future. Yeah. And just thanks again for everything he's done for the PFL and helped it become, obviously, the best league in the world. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So we, the, the other changes that we were talking about, there, so there was lots of voting and lots of uh, mm. messages going around the the PFL group, we have now moved a change in the roster. Well, yeah, I mean, driven by the exec committee, as as always, looking to improve, grow, develop the best league in, in the world at all times. And yeah, with a little bit of discussion from a couple of other chosen sort of GMs that we, whose time and opinions we also value greatly. Uh, not to say that we don't value the opinions of all the GMs, <laughs> but uh you know, the exec committee has to get things done and there are people in this league that will help to get those things done. But yeah, so there was discussion about defence and kicker basically being bombed off. Yeah. Because Ed basically had the, the Patriots D last year and it was like having another running back. Mm-hmm. And kickers generally are pigs, unless you've got stack <laughs> there. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it was a waste, well, not a waste of time, but the time had come for a change to be made uh, because... It was a bit of a, it was the lottery, really, wasn't it? Ah, oh, this D might be good, they might be shit. Same thing with the kickers. Um, although those that had the ability to dive deep into the kicker stats, obviously did, and uh, and benefited where they could. But yeah, mate, we have removed those two positions and replaced them with two extra flex. Yeah, I mean, when when the initial thoughts were being put amongst the group I was a, I personally was a little reluctant for it not because I was <laughs> resistant to change it's because I know how much I enjoy the league how good the mm. league is mm. and I worry that sometimes some changes could be a bit much mm. and affect the fun for other GMs yeah that's mainly where it came from mm. um but when the when the vote came I voted for the change I was more than happy to see the back of the uh, the kickers mm-hmm. um, as much as I I have kind of enjoyed having kickers because I would not draft them super early. I'd like to try and get your Tucker or your, you know, Gusty. your Sagbands or your Gusties yeah. or your Le- Legatrons and all that sort of thing. Mm. Just, just because you know, just, just a, a good kicker is, is you know, they can get you fifteen points in a week. You know, oh, wow, well, yeah. If they get a couple of long longies, then yeah. But yeah, so we've got. So what was it? So it's three extra flex. No, no. Well, we now have three total flex. Three total flex. So, yeah. so the roster was one QB, two running back, two receivers, tight end flex, defense kicker. Those defense kickers have just been replaced by two extra flex. We now have three total flexes, <laughs> but still a starting team of nine, and still four on the bench as well. Yeah. So this this is um one of the first couple of times we've we've I mocked in this. I'm not gonna lie, I found it a little tricky. I have found it hard. It, it is. It has been hard. It just. It's, doesn't suit the eye as before. I think that's because we're just used to looking at it another way, the, the old way. Um, and it's just trying to pick the diamonds in the rough at the back end of the draft, really, isn't it? Trying to fill up those flex and who's, who's going to get you the points. It is, because you've got 
you've got 24 more players that would have been sat on your bench or on waivers last season mm-hmm. that you now need to start. So obviously when you're picking your roster, you're always picking, you're looking for within your 13 that you're going to have, well, any of those 13 you're happy to play um, at any given time. But obviously some will be better and more desirable to sort of play than others. So yeah, whereas you'd be benching your sort of Jameson Crowders and your Brichard, Perrimans and people like that, you're actually going to be thinking, oh, crikey. Yeah, he's got to start. Do I start? Yeah, and uh, things like that. So you, you'll have a few more pigs um, in the starting starting lineups, hoping to get your points. But what I love, what I love about it is, I I love anything that's going to encourage their GMs, not sort of force them to, but encourage them to just put that little bit of extra time into maybe separate the ones that are put in the effort and maybe give them a little bit of an edge. Those that are willing to put in the extra 10 minutes or 20 minutes in a week doing a little bit of a deeper dive, they're hopefully going to give themselves a little bit of an edge. Oh, definitely. That was, that was going to be what I was going to ask a question, actually. I was going to say, do, do you think the the changes would suit some GMs compared to others? Do you think... Oh, 100%. It, it, it is safe to say there are probably... There are... It, well, it is very safe to say that there are some more active GMs in the same way there are some more passive GMs, GMs that enjoy the the football season in its entirety. But once the Super Bowl is done, it's a case of put the folders away, mm-hmm. getting the older, uh, you know, getting the old, you know, doing the old Andy Reid and putting on the old Hawaiian shirt and chilling out, waiting until the off season. Whereas other GMs like to keep their fingers on the pulse. What's going on? Ready for the next year? So, yeah, Absolutely. Some, but then at the same time, like the draft is the draft. You're picking, you know, I do the quick maths. It's about 150 odd players. So all the players that are going to be owned are going to be in the top 150 players within the league. So you're not. It's not as if you're you're picking fourth stringers and fifth stringers. So the, hopefully the teams are relatively even come day one, and then it's a case of a. Uh, yeah, how 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 we all react within the season? Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I was trying to break down. I was trying to. I, I thought about it briefly, more just trying to work out because where we were getting to a point where previously it used to be, if you got ninety points, you're in with a shout. But the mm. better the league got, it needed to be nearer a hundred. Yes, um, there were times. Well, more often than not, more often throughout the season, where two teams would put up a hundred points. You need to be putting up 110 to win. Um, so with this new um, format, is it going to be a similar sort of thing? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the third flex is going to be putting up as much as say a top end kicker. So- yeah, that's an interesting point. I mean, like you say, would uh, yeah. So those two extra flex spots, you'd you'd expect based on what they could be positionally. So, for example, that could be a wide receiver three, four, and five. It could be a running back three, four, five. You could have a wide receiver three and a four and a running back three or whatever. Would they, on average, over the season, outscore what the Patriots team might have? That would be interesting to see at the end of the season, to be fair. That's maybe something that Optipig can look at and think, come the end of the season, the, av- the, the average of the top 12 scoring Ds how does that reflect or how does that average out uh, against the averages of what the team's got, if that makes sense, relative to each flex spot? Well, definitely. I am looking forward to seeing 
how it will break down. I mean, whether it will be near 100 points again or we'll be a bit more down to 90. But, you know, but the points will flow this year. The points will flow. There'll be many points. I think there'll be a lot more 100 plus. I think there'll be a lot more games where both teams score 100 plus. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I suppose the the ceiling for the, in this sort of format with the extra flex is rather than the, the defence and the kickers is, is higher. Well, because that's the, it. Those players can get multiple touchdowns in a week. And, I mean, how many times have we had players sat on our bench that, you know, wide oh, receivers yeah. sat on our bench that went and got, you know, 80 yards and two touchdowns and you're like, fuck a shit. <laughs> no, as the old Brad Mondo leaving your best yeah. players on the bench. Well, that's it, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, obviously, with the with the roster change and with what's been happening in the world this year, there has been a chat about the the COVID spot. Did that go mm-hmm. through? I believe uh, I think the last I saw on WhatsApp, or or should I say, within the minutes, uh, was that uh, that Commissioner Rendell was open to it, and I, and I think unofficially there was a majority that voted in favour of it. So that's probably just got to be passed through the books properly. Uh, but then, yeah, it would just be so you'd have an IR. So we'd so we'd have two IR spots as opposed to one, and one is bespoke purely for COVID, and mm-hmm. the other one is COVID or injury designation. I think. Yeah, I think but it's a, it's a good two idea. Spots used for obviously COVID. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I mean, just you know, obviously in the, the world of fantasy, we. You know, if your main main stars go down due to injury, that's part and parcel of it. But if we're going to get, you know, then potentially get some symptoms, and then you have to drop and completely rearrange a lot of your squad because of this. That's it. This yeah. is, it's a bit unfair, rather than just the, the injury. That's so it. having that spot, I think, will help. And especially Keep... if it's your number one, well, definitely. Well, any of your top four or five picks, you'd be gutted if you think, "Oh, great! Well, I've got to drop." Well. I've either got to, or well, let's say two of your top eight picks, you're like, oh my God, well, I, I don't want to drop any of them because it, it's not fair that I should. So, yeah, I think common sense will indeed prevail with that one. Do you think there'll be any issues in bye weeks with this larger, like, players on, um, the, on the... Well, I, there will be two bye weeks for every team, correct? Is that right? The NFL I believe so, yeah. That's what they were that. doing, yeah. But then so, I suppose with the... They might be moving fixtures around. I'm not sure how that's going to happen depending uh, on COVID. We'll have to see. I mean, yeah, you, I, I suppose you do run the risk of, um, you know, if you've got three players on the same bye week, and then you maybe got two players out for co, you know, two players out for COVID. That's pretty much your bench done and dusted. And if positionally you can't move them around, you might find yourself a little bit scuppered. And maybe there might be a couple of situations during the season where people are having to field weakened teams because it's not justifiable for them all right well okay i've got bye weeks and i've got covid players out or injured players i'm not forced to to drop players if i don't want to drop them and if it means that they have to put one less player out then yeah maybe that happens but there may be some issues mate to be fair i hadn't actually considered that yeah, it was just something a bit, someone had picked GMs and mentioned in the group, and it was something I, th- I did think about. I was like, yeah, it'd be interesting when it does come to bye week, especially if you have multiple players on the same bye week. Mm. The bench in our in our league has always been smaller, yeah. which just to help keep it more more difficult, like a tougher tougher decisions to make uh, throughout and also the season. Makes waivers and fab a bit more active well, and yeah. a bit more of a battleground. 
Yeah, you don't want to be looking at their wire and it's just being barren. Um, there's nothing more disheartening than that when you've got especially, <laughs> especially at, but then you need to make sure that you're the early bird that catches the hawk. <laughs> as uh, Neil often is the early bird. One of my favourite sayings. <laughs> it's one of the greatest. <laughs> Oh, okay, so yeah, well, on that note, we'll move on to the last, <laughs> the last other change. Um, so this year, um, so the the trooper, trooper GM, messages yeah. messaging the group, and just to give you a little uh, bit of background for the listeners, and it just says, "How do we feel about having the the draft order released early?" Yes, I mean, I've been a fan of this. I've been in favour of this for a while, but however, I've joined the league after its incept after its inception so this was a rule that was already in place and i'm i certainly wasn't in a position to suggest changing it and it has for the years i've been in the league it has been a, a sort of enjoyable in inverted commas like <laughs> you know novelty in terms yeah. of oh, you, you don't know what pit you're going to have and therefore you've got to make sure you're prepping well once you find out you've got an hour to work your strategy out and that gives you a, a little bit of pressure on the day but I also think as well, in terms of knowing it early doors, in the same way that you would in real real life, you can prep. You can think, right, you can wipe the players off of your draft board where you know, I'm not going to get this guy. I'm not mm-hmm. going to get this guy. And then you can start to go in with a better plan and still be a bit more fluid with that plan, knowing what you're likely to get. And I do think it, it, I think it, it, it means, well, we've done it a week before the draft. So it means we've got a week now to prep. No one's got any excuses. You can get a good idea of what you're going to be left left with, what you might be picking up, and you can start to build from there. But I'm a big fan of it personally. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, it was it was great. Um, I wasn't actually able to make the live uh, draw, but the great work for, again from our executive committee, our yep. newest member who yep. did the draw. He and recorded also CFO. it. And he uh, he sent it through, and it was it was great. It was it was, it was really fun. It added a little no- novelty, something different to the league. Um, I, I think it could be something that we could do in the future. I think it's just wow. just different different ways of finding um ways to who gets the pick. You know, maybe we could get a pig race or something, and lots of things we could do. I did enjoy what he did. He took good uh, good effort going to going to the shop, picking up the pink sweets and yeah, and the well, marshmallows. Dare I say, brothers, and again, may I be so bold? <laughs> To say that maybe this is the first of many years of the draw being hosted by the San Diego Chirpsers. Maybe. May I be so bold? I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And like we had with, you know, over at FAHHQ with the velvet bag with all the balls in. (laughs) If if we're going to get the fruit bowl with the pink lints and the pink marshmallows, mate, that'll be an excellent tradition if it carries on. Oh yeah, and absolutely, we have no problem following the same tradition. But I did also think that it could be a fun way to intertwine a, you know, like a forfeit for the pig oh, at the yeah. end of the year. Oh yeah. So there could be a fun thing to do. Like I know this, I can't even think of something on the spot. But there could be something that that the pig has to do. You could do the draw somewhere. Funny. Well, you know? I mean, I've just had a thought. There has been talk of um, something very easy and very simple that the forfeit. For the dr- for the pig, standing on a street corner for no less than half hour, for up to an hour, in a pig suit with a big sign. Maybe at the same time they also do the draw. Maybe 
for <laughs> the next brilliant. for the next draft order. So when Tuxie is on the corner of uh uh what's the name of the Maple Leafs place? Uh Canada Arena, whatever it is. Oh yeah, the ACC or something. The like. ACC, so Canada uh, Scotiabank. Uh, the Scotiabank Arena, the <laughs> I don't know. uh Boote Street. <laughs> He could be on uh, Boot Street with his pig suit on, with a big sign saying, I'm an absolute pig and I'm shit <laughs> fancy. And then at, at the same time, the wonderful Emma is there videoing him <laughs> while he officially randomises uh, next year's draw. That, again, it sounds amazing. That could be great. <laughs> um, do you have the draw there? That the uh... I do indeed. So for the record, I'm sure we all know it, but for the fans, the official draft order was with the first pick Dave at the Evangelists. He will be absolutely delighted with that. Some would say that his draft strategy this this year will be CMC and chill. CMC and chill. <laughs> Netflix and chill, <laughs> CMC and chill. Just take CMC and then the rest just let it all figure itself out. He gets the honorary Vontae Mack pick. He does, yes. And it's important that we uh that that you've mentioned that Brad. So I think it is apt that the number one pick in the PFL draft is renamed to the Vontae Mack pick. Um, that pick. And maybe CMC will be the man honoured with that pick. Um, or to be used, or to be taken with that pick, sorry. So number two is Tomo at the Ducks. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll be delighted. Ren- Rendell, third. Obviously he didn't get to cheat and stick himself one, but no. the luck has got him in the top Top three, which is good. I coveted that Ashy. spot this year. Mm. Number well, three. I think many did. Yeah. Many, many did. Um, and then you've got Ashy in four, Ed in fifth, you're in sixth, mm-hmm. I'm in seventh. Newest members, uh, Mormons, have the eighth pick. One pick ahead of his brother, Simon, which is interesting. Uh, Dukas in 10, um, uh, Magic's in 11, and our current champions. Um, the storm is in twelve. Okay, so yeah, there's a lovely little run there. So obviously, you've got the, the the lucky lucky three GMs who got the first three picks. Mm. Um, then you have the exec committee, the full exec committee in a row. You do four, five, six, seven. Um, that will be interesting. I mean, it like will I, be. Like I said to you, off the record, <laughs> I'll put it <laughs> on the record. <laughs> Knowing, I I will need to know two or three players who I want when it com- mm. coming up to your pick because I can't rely on you missing on players. Yes. Because I know you won't. Oh, yeah, 100%. I to expect that. By yeah. you and or Ed. <laughs> oh. Every other round. Like last year when, you know, we both went in the, into the, the season saying how much we enjoyed Dalvin Cook. Ed was one spot mm. ahead of me. He got him. Lovely stuff. Yeah. So we will see what happens this year. There'll um, be a lot of that. Then so I mean why not let's have a little have a little bit of fun then let's, let's see what we think the opening the opening round will be well, let's go for it what do the predictions well, will be for it so, so yeah so I have made my my predictions sort of yeah. off, off the record and in chats with various sort of GMs so I think the first three pick themselves it'll be Dave will take CMC mm-hmm. Tomo will go Saquon Rendell has already said he loves taking Zeke yeah Chirps this is an interesting one because we know he loves Alvin. Yeah. Um I traded him to him last season, Alvin. Traded him to Ashy for Zeke. Um because I know how much he loves Alvin. Um but I think he has some interest in Dalvin. 
this season. Um, Alvin uh, and Alvin. <laughs> Alvin and Alvin. Uh, and then, obviously, Ed in five. We know he loves Dalvin. So I think Ed's pretty happy in five because I think he knows he's going to get a running back he likes because yeah. there's there's five, if not six good, like decent. Well, there's three elite, six excellent. Um, so Ed knows he's going to get, be it Dalvin or Alvin. <laughs> and, um, and he'll quite happily take one of those. Obviously, when it comes to six, that's you. Um, obviously, you'll have one of those two left, potentially. So we're looking at, in fact, hold on, let me get, no, sorry. Well, yeah, if Alvin and Dalvin have gone at four and five, then you're looking at that next little group of Edwards Hilaire, Hen- uh, Henry Thomas is lurking about. But I also know you have a soft spot for Mr. Jacobs. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is a is excellent player and he's, you know, he's passed all the, the, the scouts. They love him. Yeah. Um, and he will be high on the draft board, but it's very tricky taking him there. It's quite mm. an early pick for for him. Well, this is it. So, well, yeah. So, I'll keep going. So, I've gone CMC, Saquon, Zeke. I've gone Alvin at four. I think Ed will go Cook. I think I've gone you taking Edwards Hilaire. Mm-hmm. I'm, as a result, looking at maybe Henry. Henry, yeah. Because um, I know I want a running back with top five outside yeah. of which Henry does have. Um, and it's very difficult for me to deviate from running back, even though Thomas is a premier oh, fantasy yeah. player, let alone receiver. And then Mormons will be interesting because he's going to put a lot of time into the re- research. I don't know if he's got it in him to pass on a, on a Thomas yeah. in his first ever draft, mm-hmm. to pass on a premier player. Nice I safe think he'll pick. go Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, so I think he'll go Thomas, which means the troopers will be left with someone like a Mixon or a Jacobs. And I know he does like them both. Dukas, again, he's had history with Chubb. Yeah. He picked up Chubb last year, I believe, or the year before. That was excellent and, for him, yeah. And he likey. Yeah, he likey what he got from Chubby. Um, Magics, I think, will go with a name because, well, he'll go with, yeah, he'll go with a name. I don't know if he'd go with a Julio that early. Um, and the running backs, he may not be like, overawed by one of them but if it's a if it is one of Mixon, Jacobs or Chubb left he may go with one of them and then again Stormers again might take one of those remaining running backs but I think I think it'll be running backs with every pick bar Bar Thomas yeah bar Thomas Um, but yeah that's I think it'll go Yeah, it's interesting because like the last year, I remember a couple of GMs were saying and commenting how quickly the running backs disappeared mm. off off the draft board. Um, I mean, they're valuable; they're incredibly valuable in fantasy, especially if you're getting a good one. They're worth the mm. weight in gold, so you can understand why people are or would take them early. I know mm. I, I like my running backs. There's a couple of um, other ways to go out there. People might might like zero RB or maybe taking one running back and grabbing a couple of heavy-hitting wide receivers. Mm. Uh, in my mocks and doing it that way, because I've done it so, the other way so often, it doesn't quite suit the eye. So we'll have to see how I feel going into yeah. the draft. I'm the same, mate. I've done I've done mocks. I've gone running back, running back, running back. I've done running back, receiver, running back, res- receiver. I've gone running back, receiver, receiver. There's lots of op- options there. But I think also you've just got to be fluid. You've got to stay. You have to stay... What 
my front as Bruce Lee would um, uh, say. My terrible impression of Bruce Lee. Um, you have to be war. war- oh, you yeah, still there, you mate? To- yeah, yeah. Just have a bit of a glitch in the, in the no, network. Right. We're all good. But yeah, mate, we have to be war. We have to stay water and and see what happens. Yeah, well, I think you have to let the draft come to you, don't you? All those little cliches, and we'll have it. to see what happens. And I cannot wait for it. And hopefully, we'll um, get get to see you on 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 that Sunday. But I know yeah. some people have different things on. But we'll, we'll see mm-hmm. how we go. Yes, mate. Right then. So probably the last little thing before we wrap up <clears> for <throat> our first episode back in the studio on the new new format, which I have to say I am enjoying. It's very yeah, good. very um, easy. So. We're going to kind of com- combine a power rank slash way too early prediction sort of segment here because mm. um, we haven't got all of the exec committee's power ranks yet to officially release the the consensus ranks, consensus ranks, ranks which we like to do to try and get the juices flowing, get people mocking each other before the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you have your power ranks there? Uh, well, I have my initial power ranks, mm-hmm. but obviously we now know the draft order. So this is not a post-draft order rank. Yeah. Um, as I think it's some of these immediately now will change mm-hmm. because of the nature of the picks that people have. But I'll give my initial one. So my initial rankings were, number one, uh, the regular uh, uh, t- attendees to the playoffs, but also regular bottle jobs, the Mexicanos, Ed mm-hmm. at one. Power rank, well, probably the strongest side in 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 the league, as much as it pains me to say it. Oh, year in year uh, out, they're always there, aren't they? Steve? Yeah, that's it. Uh, number two, I've gone for the Ducks. Mm-hmm. Again, they have had a steady uptick in their performance over the last years. The, the current champ, Stormers, in in three. Yeah, I've got the Chirps at four here, but I think I'm again, and many people would say oh, I do the same. I think I'm I'm hanging on history a bit too much here. I could probably drop my fourth team and fifth team below the sixth team. So I'm going to do an on-the-fly change here. Okay. I'm, I'm going Ed, Tomo, Neil. Then I'd probably go Daki. Mm-hmm. And then I'd probably go Ashy and me, rounding yep. out the top six. I've got you in seven. Yep. Troopers in eight. Uh, Rendell at nine. Maxi at ten. Ollie at 11. And, of course, Dave will be 12th. Yeah, I mean, even with the top pick, he's got to be there, isn't he? Well, I mean, even with the top pick, you could potentially, I mean, at a stretch, I'd put him second bottom. <laughs> I mean, if he can't hard. figure this out, if he can't figure it out with old CM- CMC, mate, then... <laughs> yeah, the axe could go. fall. The axe could fall, mate. He'll have to say a few more... Uh... Well, it isn't Hail Mary's, is it? It's what's the other one? <laughs> I got told off the last time because it was Hail Mary. (laughs) (laughs) I got the wrong one. But anyway, prayers. Let's just say that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of ours, I think a lot of it's very similar. Uh, So for for me, I've gone with the champ at one. Um, Again, this was was before the draft came out. So there could be some changes and also the consensus ranks still to come. Um, I kept the, the, the champs at one. They've made the playoffs every year and they are the current reigning champions. So you could argue that they are the strongest team. Mm. Um, they need to obviously back up them winning but I think from last year had a great draft and then he picked up some players along the line on mm. the way like mm. Tanner Hills and stuff so Parkinson yeah <laughs> <laughs> he I think to me deserves to be at one Ed comes in at two I mean it was a bit of, it was almost like a 1A 1B but I think for me that was the Stormers just, just got it uh, Ducks at three 
So they had okay. So Ed is out there every year. Ducks mm. three. They've had the last two, and they had a win. Um, I've I've stuck the Dukers at four, who get overlooked. I think in this, the guys, yeah, you know, he gets a bit mocked for you know maybe copying well, and pasting, <laughs> <laughs> copying and pasting from ESPN. Um, mm. But his teams always score heavy. They do. They, they're always up there. Um, they, they always do. Go, they often do get the team that they're playing. <laughs> and so I've kind of cut off to obviously as, as the the league's growing, we've got a bit more history to it. I've just just looked at the past sort of three years. Um, so he's been great over those, that little stretch. Um, I've put yourself in five. Yours, you've been a bit Hanging more, on. bit more wobbly. Yes, um, we have one. I think it was one player playoff appearance in the last three. Um, so yes. you'll be hoping to, to bounce back. I mean, I think you yes. had some excellent running backs last year. Just didn't quite go to plan. Had some well, defeats when Lenny, he had big scores. Lenny Nepar getting the end. <laughs> <laughs> and Lenny may currently not be getting in any end. No. Prior to the recording <laughs> of this, Simon, Lenny has found himself on the street. God, yeah, this, I can't believe that. I mean, we'll do a quick sidetrack on that one now. But the, mm. the guy... Lots of the fantasy podcasts that I have listened to, and this a lot of the the experts in the field. The closer it got to draft day or the start of the season, they were happy to take Len. Mm. <laughs> Maybe the, the Jacksonville may not be anywhere near the end zone, but like you say, volume is king. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what they're going to do at running back now. I think they just kind of avoid. Any sort of running back from then. I think the only mm. person I'm really interested in is DJ Chark because they're going to have to yeah. chuck it. Um, mm. But then he may, I don't know. We'll have to see how he how he deals in double coverage. Maybe I don't, don't well, think they've got much else. I saw an excellent tweet which sums up the running back situation over at Jacksonville, and the running back which you pick over at Jacksonville is no. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the uh, that is the way we approach that one. Absolutely. But when, when after after yourself in in my ranks, I had troopers at six. Now this is a bit of a whiffy one, you know. People won't like it, but they've improved. The start of the start of the LPFL, he was uh, Nick so good. He was stinky. <laughs> <laughs> Chaps at seven. You know, over the last few years, he hasn't been up there, but you know he has it in him to to rise back up the ranks. Have myself at eight, uh, Magic at nine, Expat at ten. Because he hasn't made the playoffs in the last three. I could be mm. wrong. I have, to double, I have to vet that one, but I'm pretty sure. Um, Warman's at 11 because everyone can beat Dave. Yeah, well, that's it. Everyone can beat Dave, <laughs> and everyone probably will beat Dave. But we'll have to we'll have to see. I mean, bless him, Dave. He does try hard, and he's going to have the number one pick. And we must remember, he is a previous champion. He is, yes. So maybe he will not appreciate all this disrespect and all this shade that's been thrown his way. But typically, it. he is shit. So... <laughs> And it's and it, it served him right for offering stupid trades. <laughs> Good old Dave the trade. Hopefully you are uh... Dave the trade. Listen, I look back. forward. I look forward to having some chats with Dave, where he offers me a bag of chips for my number one pick. <laughs> and listen, yeah, and my dog <laughs> for for CMC. But listen, it'll be fun. It's part of it's part of the fun. It wouldn't be the PFL season without it. Just like your dossiers. Exactly. Oh, listen. I've been working on my fingers, boy. Tap, tap, tapping away <laughs> on that keyboard. Well, do we have any way too early predictions to finish us off today then? Well, I suppose I, I did have one in the sort of pre-production there, Bradders. 
mm-hmm. uh, where I said, could this be, or may I be so bold um, to say that Oliver Tucker may finish above Simon Tucker? Wow, that's fighting talk. Well, I mean, he is a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> we have to remember, he is an Excel wizard. And listen, most people I know don't have their bed slap bang in the middle of, <laughs> of the room. And a guy like that does that because deep down he is great and he has greatness within him. <laughs> and could this be, this could be the nail in the coffin for the tro- troopers. Oh. 100%. If he finishes below his brother, his younger brother, yeah. then this could, be, this could be the end of the franchise. <laughs> It could be. It is pressure for him. I have to say that you know the thought of him finishing below that. I just think of that face that pops up in the. Oh group. my lord! Oh, God, that <laughs> face from over in Philly. That face. That will be. I think Tucker has to wear a face mask of that face <laughs> if he loses, even just in the regular season game, let alone during yeah. the season. But then, no, my other my other prediction would be: I know we give Dave Bant, but Dave has a number one pick. Yeah, and Dave is going to be picking up a player that's worth. You could almost say he's worth two players. Yeah, and I would potentially say that. Still there? Oh, <laughs> oh, you know, amateur hour here, but you know, it's what it is. Um, no, I, so my yes, yes, my hot take was with the number one pick, Dave gets in the playoffs. Wow, that's scorching. Yeah. Do you have anything else to? To add to that? Well, what, in terms of why? Well, why or any other predictions well, you I may mean, have? I mean, again, I don't know whether I, I dropped out, but, you know, CMC is like two players. Yeah. He's a top running back and he's a top receiver. So it's almost like having two players in his team. So, And from the one spot, he can still get good players on the turn in mm-hmm. round two and three. So if he does that right, he can have a very nice spine. <laughs> Won't be getting any info from this podcast. So. Never. <laughs> I will not be giving him any guidance. <laughs> Um, but yeah, mate, they, they'd probably be my two as of as of now. And obviously, bonus to win. <laughs> as always. <laughs> yeah. So look, look, when I look at mine, I try, it's difficult because I think now, as much as it pains me, there are <clears throat> divides almost, little splits. Mm. So like, you know, you've got GMs and teams, like I hate to say, like you know, Ed and Neil... Thompson, they're very, very good GMs. They're very good at fantasy. They know who they're picking up each week. Mm. I find it very mm. difficult to find a weak, a weakness there to them to see which one could potentially drop out of the playoffs. And mm. I try and see when I'm looking for a way too early one. I'm trying to see if there is anything there, and I don't, I don't know if there is. I mean, I mean, I know Thompson has done it. He has fallen out once in the last three years, but they're as solid as it can be. I mean, the the the, the Dukas all go, all depends on their draft. I think if they get a good draft, I think they'll be solid again. Um, I think I don't think that there's much apart from the obvious. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, maybe my 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 way too early prediction would be just to put it out there is that for the expats to bounce back and. Once they get Zeke amongst their their roster, mm. very similar to to Dave, um, it should help them help load them up and and mount a challenge in the playoffs. 
Um, how did you? What would you say about that? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, the players, certainly the guys in the top three picks, are getting on paper a huge advantage in terms of the level of running back that they're getting, the level of workload that they have, mm-hmm. their importance to their team. Obviously, we hope that the injury axe does not fall on no. them. Um, but if they can stay healthy, like it is, it's like having two players. Like, you know, Saquon can go off for 100 yards on a bad day. Yeah. You know, let alone the touchdowns he'd get with it. And, you know, CMC and Zeke and even Alvin, like Alvin performed okay last season. And he was on and he, and he had like two injuries, didn't he? But he was still playing through the injuries. Yeah. And he's going to be fit this year, or at least that's what we know, or, or, or that's what we're led to believe. Alvin is an absolute weapon. Um, he can run between the ta- he can run between the tackles, but he's an unbelievable receiver too. He's almost like the the he was CMC before CMC, wasn't he? Um, all they the same year. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, like those players, certainly in those top four picks, I would I would be very interested to see come into the season if any of the top three picks. Teams with a top three, uh, top four pick, aren't in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I could totally agree. I'm just looking at the order now before we sort of wrap it up. You know, like you said, where we give Dave Dave the banter before because he has sort of struggled in previous finishes. But if he gets his Christian McCaffrey, he stays fit. He's going to be there or thereabouts. Thompson, as we just spoke about, he is a very skilled GM, even without the second pick in the draft. Um, if you're looking at someone who could bounce back, like I said, it is Rendell in the in pick three. Chirps haven't been great the last few years, but they're going to get a decent running back. Ed's always a strong contender. He he gets a good one at five. I mean, the, the way you, the the week for, for me, I don't know if you'd agree with this, but the, when when I was doing mocks, where I personally struggled was from around your pick to around 100%. ten. So. You've got a very tough decision there because you've got very tough. you've got to go with with the receiver, but I think you're skilled enough to to get a good draft. So I'll be looking at Ollie, Ollie and his brother. That's and, and probably, I'll probably even include um, Ataki there. That little eight, nine, ten stretch. That's key. If they if they can pull yeah, off a good if they don't if they there. don't pull off the good draft from that spot, they could be fighting a losing battle early doors. Mm. But that's that's just how how I see it. Um, I totally agree. Very, very tricky spot, and yeah, so great. I think we we made it. Very a lot we of information it, there, and it was great to be back in the studio. Thoroughly enjoy it. I know it's um a bit sad, but it's a bit nice and fun, and a bit of bit of, brings a bit of fun to the to the league. I think that's it, mate. And we're doing as always. We're doing our bit for the bands. Oh, absolutely. And so, so let's. Uh, I'll finish it off here, then, mate. It's great, great to have you back in the studio, and hopefully, we'll get a mm-hmm. few more in this year. Um, I'm hoping that we're going to get some GMs on. Um, we'll make it obviously an open invite to all. We have a, a new system here where we are recording from our phones. Um, mm-hmm. Andrew's in Ellsborough. I'm, I'm in Sonic Common. Um, so even. If we can get some overseas GM, that we just as simply as us sending a recording link to you. So let us know if you want to get involved and chuck some banter on here with us. Um, 
Is there anything else you want to add before we uh, finish it off? No, mate. Nothing else other than uh, best of luck to all the GMs for the draft. Uh, I don't know if we'll we'll get on here one more time pre-draft. Maybe we could try and concoct a uh, draft morning special, perhaps. But we'll have to we'll yeah. have to see. But if we don't, I wish everyone the very best of best of luck. May the best team win. May the best GM win. And uh, yeah, Neil, best of luck to everyone. <laughs> we're coming for Neil's ring. We're coming for his ring. Yeah. <laughs> well, and as, as always, big thanks. And the same um, sentiment comes out from us. All the best in the draft. Hopefully, you get the players you want. And the injury axe doesn't fall to your players. And then we can get the best team win. So, thanks again, lads. And we'll see you soon.